0: This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 160. Hey, it's Kim from tennisfixation.com, your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. Can playing tennis really help you live a longer, healthier life? A recent study seems to show that tennis may actually be the best sport for keeping you young, fit, and disease-free. In this episode, I'm going to let you know about this very interesting study and why it is such good news for all of us tennis players. So not too long ago, you, like me, may have seen a bunch of articles in various tennis magazines and online on websites about how playing tennis can help you to live longer. I myself kept seeing them pop up in my email and on some of the websites I follow, and I probably get four or five different tennis magazines here, and almost every one of them had some type of follow-up article on this study about reducing your risk of death by playing tennis. So I finally tracked down the article that all of these other magazines and websites were so excited about to see if there really was anything in there worth knowing. Can tennis really help me live longer? Well, it turns out that according to this article, tennis can not only reduce my risk of death, it can reduce it in a huge and significant way. So the article that everyone got so excited about came out in a very recent issue of the British Journal of Sports Medicine. The title of the article is Associations of Specific Types of Sports and Exercise with All-Cause and Cardiovascular Disease Mortality, a Cohort Study of 80,306 British Adults. And this article is all about a study done by a number of researchers from the UK, from Europe, and from Australia, and I have a link to the abstract of this article in the show notes for this episode if you want to look at that abstract, and you can find those show notes over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips160. So anyway, the aim of this study that the article discusses was to see what impact, if any, participation in six popular sports would have on the risk of death from all causes and specifically from cardiovascular disease. Participation in those sports, what impact would it have on those risks of death? The researchers analyzed data from 11 national annual health surveys that were conducted between 1994 and 2008. The study included 80,306 adults from England and Scotland with an average age of 52. So, a very significant number of participants were included in this studies, And these participants were quizzed about what type and how much physical activity they had done in the preceding four weeks and how vis- vigorous it was. So, throughout the time of the study, They were quizzed about their activities, and they would be asked what they'd done in the previous four weeks. And the physical activity that they were asked about included domestic chores like cleaning the house and gardening, walking, and a number of popular exercises. And those specific exercises that were looked at were cycling, swimming, aerobics and dance, running and jogging soccer and rugby, and of course, racket sports, which meant tennis, squash and badminton. So participants were asked about their participation in all of those activities and on those six very specific sports. And the participants were tracked for about nine years during this study. So what were the results of the study? Well, let me tell you, I actually did read this article in its entirety, and there is a lot of statistical analysis and scientific jargon going on in this article, and I am not even going to attempt to explain it to you. But for us tennis players, and I am going to focus on tennis here since that's what we care about, the bottom line is this. The sport that had the biggest impact on reducing the risk of death for the study participants was the racket sports like tennis. The study demonstrated that the risk of death from any cause was 47% lower among those who played racket sports. And the risk of death from cardiovascular diseases like heart disease and stroke was 56% lower for racket sports players. So, wow. That's my conclusion. Wow. Some of the other sports that the study looked at also showed big impacts on decreasing the risk of death. Swimmers, for example, had a 28% lower risk of death from all causes and a 41% lower risk of death from cardiovascular disease. And those who did aerobics had a 27% lower risk of death from all causes and a 36% lower risk of death from cardiovascular disease. But guess what? Running or jogging did not reduce the risk of death either overall or specifically for cardiovascular disease. And biking did nothing to reduce the risk of death from cardiovascular disease. So this study showed that while participating in sports and exercise in general can have a huge impact on your health and on reducing your risk of death, not all sports and exercises are equal, and guess what? Participating in racket sports may be the best thing you can do to lower your risk of death. So here is the very specific conclusion of the study quote, these findings demonstrate that participation in specific sports may have significant benefits for public health. Future research should aim to further strengthen the sport-specific epidemiological evidence base and understanding of how to promote greater sports participation. So the authors of this study, they're not going as crazy about tennis as I am. They are indicating that, Obviously, what they showed was that participate in sports is beneficial and further study is necessary. Now, you may be wondering, like I kind of am, why are racket sports so great? More specifically, why is it that tennis can have such a huge impact on reducing our risk of death? And why are sports like running, jogging, Soccer, rugby, very vigorous sports, not so great. Well, the study doesn't tell us that, but I have my own thoughts on this, and I'm going to tell you what I think. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that tennis is not just a physical sport. It's also very mental. So you have to keep yourself not just in good physical shape to play this game, you have to be on your toes mentally also. And here is my, what I consider very typical example of just what I mean. A few weeks ago, I played a doubles match against two women who were both older than me and older than my partner. And while we won this match, it was not at all easy. We had to work hard against these two ladies who played very, very smart tennis. We could outhit them, and we could run down any lob they sent up, but we still struggled because they were just so dang smart. And we had to work particularly hard against the stronger of these two ladies, who was just a phenomenal player. Anytime we gave her an easy ball, she put it in exactly the right place with the precise amount of touch for an amazing winner— Over and over, we had to keep saying to each other, stop giving the ball to Masako. That was her name, Masako. So, like I said, we did win the match, barely. And we were talking to our opponents afterwards because they were very nice and we were just making chit-chat and we were telling them how much we enjoyed playing against them. Well, it turns out that Masako was not only just five feet tall, which she told us, Which was shorter than me and much shorter than my six foot tall partner, but she was also 72 years old. We were stunned. We could not believe this little lady could possibly be that old because she had literally run us ragged and made us pull out everything we had strategy wise for that win. It wasn't so much that she was overpowering us on court. She just kept outsmarting us again and again. And that's what I mean when I say I think having this mental strength where you can play incredibly challenging tennis, even when you're 72 years old, even against much younger players, that is part of what makes tennis such a beneficial sport as far as reducing our risk of death. That is my conclusion anyway. So bottom line, what does this study mean for you and me? Well, number one, those statistics, that incredible reduction in death, it was 47% lower risk of death from any cause and 56% lower for cardiovascular disease. Those percentages for tennis players should make you want to play even more tennis than you are already and for the rest of your life. Number two, this study should make you want to get out there and convince every member of your family, all of your relatives and friends, and anyone whose health you care about that they should be playing tennis too. So that's it for this week's tennis quick tips. I am just trying to give you even more justification for spending more time out on court because guess what? It can make you live longer. If you would like to check out the show notes and again, get a link to that study in the British Journal of Sports Medicine, you can go to tennisfixation.com slash quicktips160 and there you'll find the show notes and that link. Thanks so much for listening. I really do appreciate all of you tuning in every week and as always, happy tennis.